This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Between the years 1694 and 95, William Shakespeare completed his first tragedy, by far the loveliest of them all. It is drenched in the sunlight of golden love story, darkened to a gray evening of sorrow that laments the death of bright youth and ill-starred love. A story for all men and women of all seasons. Romeo, what time tomorrow shall I send to you? At the hour of nine. I will not fail. Good night, good night. Parting is such sweet sorrow that I must say good night till it be morrow. Our mystery drama, The Love Song of Death, was adapted from William Shakespeare's tragedy, Romeo and Juliet, especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin, and stars Christopher Tabori and Morgan Fairchild. It is sponsored in part by Allied Van Lines and True Value Hardware Stores. I'll be back shortly with Act One. nothing very new under the sun. And in the Italian city of Verona, where our story begins, a feud as formidable as the Hatfields and the McCoys, a vendetta vicious as the Ghibellines and the Ghents in Florence, was the enmity between the Montagues and the Capulets. Our story begins with a brawl between servants of the Montagues and the Capulets. A brawl which Romeo's friend and cousin, Benvolio, nephew to Lord Montague, is trying to stop. You put up your sword, you fools! Are you all mad? If you do not beat me, I'll beat them down. A Montague with a sword drawn. Here's fair game for a Capulet. Civil! As you stain your noble seal against these common blades, turn to your equal and meet your death. I fight to stop this fight. Put up your sword or help me part these men. They have steel in my hand and I should listen to talk of peace with the most of you. I hate the name as I hate hell. Have at you, coward! Hold off! It is the prince of Rose Sword, you enemies to peace. On pain of torture, disarm yourselves. Or by the living God, I'll have my soldiers tear the steel from you and run you through. Now, hear me carefully. If ever any of your families disturb our streets again, I'll hold your lives forfeit. So, once more, on pain of death, 
All men depart. Till later then, Benvolio. When Capulet meets Montague, then sparks must fly. I was trying to stop the brawl in Mercutio when Tybalt challenged me, acting like a madman. And so he is. One day I'll call that heavy-tempered braggart out and teach him a lesson. God's name, no. Who heard your uncle, the prince? I am neither Capulet nor Montague. The prescription does not apply to me. Don't risk it, Mercutio. I value your friendship too sincerely. As I yours and your kinsman, Romeo. Where is he? I have happier news for all of us that may lift his mooning gloom and put some sunshine in his smile. As well, I hope you can. I am, to be frank, between ourselves, heartsick over his calf love for straight-lipped Rosalind. Beast, here he comes, as solemn as a calf in heat. Hey, Romeo! Hey! How did you morning good, Mercutio? Benvolio? I bid you morning. Why, here's a death knell for a day beginning. Are you sick? I am in love. Uh, that's a sickness. It is. When the lady is so far beyond me. What are you? Stupid, ill-made, gross, ill-mannered? In her eyes, I suppose. She is a Capulet. And you a Montague. I'm always the pity. I take exception to that. I meant only because of Rosalind. How can I get near her to pledge my suit? That is the very reason for people like myself. <laughs> Suppose I could arrange that you will meet this lady by tomorrow night. Oh, then I would grasp you to my bosom as friend forever. And I would know that at that hour, my life would first begin. So, Juliet, you come from your mother? Yes. Oh, not pleased then. She had something to tell you? Yes. Concerning the masked ball tonight. Yes. About a young man and being married. Yes. A kinsman to the prince, young Paris. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, now, here's a pretty state. Your old nurse who held you at her breast. Have you no more to say to me than... Yes, yes, yes. Good nurse, I beg you. I am not ready yet for love. You mean you have not found the man. Don't try to tell me you're not a woman yet. You cannot fool your nurse. Well, let's make you ready then, as my lady Capulet has ordered me to, to set you out like some delicious pie to be gobbled up. Oh, don't say it that way. I'll make up my own mind. Of course you will, my love. Get ready for the ball and have no fear. Somehow, happy nights will follow happy days. This is a Capulet masked ball. We are not bid to it, Mercutio. But being masked, how can we be questioned? You are safe. The prince's family is welcome. But Benvolio and I, as Montague... Oh, do come, Romeo. Once into the ball, our faces masked, each man is as good as his legs. Hear the music? Does it not stir your blood? It is a tune to dream by. I see that dream, and that Queen Mab has been with you. Mab. Why, yes. The fairy's midwife. Put on your masks, then. For inside these walls, in a garden where the music bids us, is Queen Mab to spin the dreams, and who knows the answer to all our desires. So, my visor is in place. Yours, Benvolio? I am as eager as you. And Romeo? Yes. And yet, I have the strangest feeling. But my life begins, and mayhap ends in this adventure.
Have you found your Rosalind? Why, no. She is beset by so many partners that I... Oh, Romeo. Don't try to pull wool over an old sheep's eyes. Somehow your ardor has cooled. Look where I point. Who is that lady whose hand rests on that fortunate night? Why? She teaches even the torches to burn bright. She hangs upon the ear of night like a jeweled earring. Beauty too rich for use, fur too bright. Did my heart ever love before? Forget it. I never saw true beauty till this night. Take care, my friend Romeo. The lady you admire is, I dread to tell you, a Capulet. Her name? Juliet, daughter of your father's deepest enemy. May I claim this dance? A holy monk? Is it within the allowance of your order? Only a pilgrim's garb I wear on my long journey to you, the shrine. I have no claim to devotion. To this pilgrim, you have total claim. My lips stand ready to assure you this. You need not reach so far, good pilgrim. Just palm to palm is holy pilgrim's kiss. But saints have lips as well as holy palm. Lips they should use in prayer. Cannot they do what hands do? Touch and pray, lest faith turn to despair. Faiths do not move, sir. Let me move to purge all sin, this from my lips. But on my lips now I've taken the sin. Then let me trespass lightly, sweetly, and give me back my sin again. You kiss by the book. A book that's closed. Bachelor, whoever you are, you must know her mother is the lady of the house. Come away, child. Cousin Romeo. Yes, Benvolio. It's time to leave. I will not go. We must. It is the midnight hour. Time to unmask. And we are a small island among our enemies. Come, love. Everyone is unmasked. It is time to go to bed. But who is he? He... Oh, do not trifle with me. You know the one you tried to close the book on. With reason, sweet. His name is Romeo. He is the Montague. Oh, my only love sprung from my only hate. How could you destroy me so? What hope is left for love? Have you seen Romeo Mercutio? Not I. He must have stolen home to bed. I thought I... Saw him run this way and climb the wall. And if he did, it's his affair. Come with me to the taverns, Benvolio. These are bad times. I worry for my cousin. <laughs> what reason? Now he's out of love. Cupid can no longer harm him. <laughs> Nothing touches you. You bear a charmed life. What means that? Nothing except we all can jest at scars that never felt a wound. Love's light wings, I climbed this wall. And now, a moment soft. What light through yonder window breaks? Not dawn yet, but it is the east. And Juliet is my son. And there she is at the window of the dawn. It is my lady. 
Oh, it is my love. I wish she knew she were. See how she leans her cheek upon her hand. Would that I were a glove upon that hand, that I might touch her cheek. She speaks. Oh, speak again, bright angel. Wherefore are you Romeo? Deny your father and forswear your name. Or if you will not, only swear yourself my lover and I'll no longer be a Capulet. It's but a name that is my enemy. What is a Montague? What's in a name? A rose by any other name would smell as sweet. So forget your name, which is no sworn part of you. And for that name, take me instead. I take you at your word. Who's there? Someone new baptized that from this night forth never will be Romeo. My name is hateful to myself because it is an enemy to you. My ears had drunk no more than the first few words than I knew that you were Romeo. And a Montague. Neither, ever, if you dislike the names. My kinsmen, if they saw you, would murder you. There lies more peril in your eyes than all their swords. Smile on me. And I am proof against their enmity. By whose direction did you find me? My love. A pilot who would have led me to you if you were on the other side of the world. You know the mask of night is on my face to hide my blushes. I could say so much, but... I say it in one phrase. I love you. And lady, by yonder blessed moon I swear... Oh, swear not by the moon. The inconstant moon... Lest your love be as changeable. What shall I swear by? Do not swear at all. Or if you must, swear by yourself, who has already all my love. And I'll believe you. If my heart's dear love... No, no, do not swear at all. This contract is too swift to it advised. Too like the lightning. Which is gone before it ceases to be. Sweet, good night. As sweet repose come to your heart as what is in my breast. Will you leave me so unsatisfied? What satisfaction can you have tonight? The exchange of your love's faithful vow for mine. I gave you mine before you asked for it. Madam! Anon, goodness. Sweet Montague, if your love is honorable, the purpose, marriage, let me know tomorrow. Madam Juliet! Anon! But if you mean not well, I do beseech you, leave me to my grief. Madam, come. A thousand times, good night. A thousand times the worse to need your light. Love goes to love as schoolboys from their books. But love from love goes back to school with heavy looks. Romeo, what time tomorrow shall I send to you? At the hour of nine. I will not fail. Good night, good night. Parting is such sweet sorrow that I must say good night. Till it be morrow. So falls the curtain on perhaps the most famous love scene of all time. The lovely words are spun out in the soft silver of the moon, vibrant with the magic of the night. Sad that so bright a beginning already is about to fade under the lengthening shadow of dark tragedy. 
I shall return with Act Two. For Romeo, there is no slightest hint of impending doom. Not even the blood feud between his family and Julius can keep his heart from singing, his feet from dancing on air as he hurries through the dawn to the cell of Friar Lawrence. Good morning, Father. Who salutes me so early? Oh, Romeo! To leave your bed so early in the day, to come to argue that you've been up to some mischief and come seeking absolution. <laughs> Not this time, Father. Eh, then here, I'll hit it right. You haven't been in your bed at all tonight. The last is true. And all the sweeter did I rest. I'm in love with Capulet's daughter, Juliet. What are you saying? My heart is hers as much as hers is mine. And we are both set on holy wedlock. I come to pray that you will marry us here today. Do Capulet or Montague know of this new burning flame? God forbid, dear fire, that my father or hers should... Or we might light a fire to burn Verona down. But if we are married... Jesu Maria, you could speak truth. This alliance could be the only hope to end the bitter rancor of your households. So God might smile upon it. If the Lady Juliet wills it too, I will marry you. Stay. Hold, young sir. Yes, uh, forgive me. I am in some haste. Uh, yes. But you guessed last night. You are my beloved nurse. Uh, Why do you search uh, for me? Well, my lady bade me inquire you out, but... Oh, sir... Can we first withdraw within the shadow of the church here? By all means. So shall we both find sanctuary for those secrets that pass between us. Now tell me why Juliet has sent you to me. What she bade me say, I will keep to myself. But first, let me tell you. If you should lead my little one into a fool's paradise, as they say, it will be gross and cruel behavior. For my mistress is very young. And if you should lead her down the garden path, as they say, why then I say... Good nurse, say no more except to commend me to your mistress. Will you take her this message? Oh. Oh, you may lay your life upon it. Why, so I do. As I pray she will hers. Bid her come to confession at Friar Lawrence's cell this afternoon. Is that all? No. Tell my heart's love that she will be confessed as I, and Friar Lawrence shall make us man and wife. This afternoon? She shall be there. I said I would not tell you what my little mistress said. That is all changed. Here were her words. Oh, come. Tell me quickly. She said that I should ask her love what message he had for her, in which I now have got. And that was all? Oh, that was the meat. Now here's the garnish. She bid me tell you that she loved you, that her heart was yours to do with as you pleased. Thank God at last. Sweet nurse, what news? Have you met with Romeo? Oh, oh I am a weary. Give me leave a while. 
Can't you see? I'm, I'm out of breath. And I am out of patience. Oh. The news, the news. Good or bad? Oh, why? Your love said, like an honest gentleman, and a courteous, and a kind, and a handsome, and I'm sure a virtuous. Where is your mother? Why, inside. Yes, yes, what did he say? Do you have permission to go to confession today? I have. Why then, my lamb, as slow a turtle as I am, you'll be a hare in getting to Friar Lawrence's cell. You'll find a husband there waiting to make you his wife. Oh, God be thanked. Good day, Friar Lawrence. Was I long, Romeo? Did I keep you waiting? Was I too long? If you had come early, it would still have been too long and I would have been waiting. You've not changed your mind. My true love has grown by such excess, I cannot sum up the half of all my wealth. Then we are rich indeed, since I cannot begin to count my blessings. Finding you both in such a state of grace, may I suggest you come quickly with me? So we shall make short of work of making you both one. For by your leaves, you shall not stay alone until the church can your desires condone. Mercutio, the search for Romeo seems fruitless. I pray you, let's retire. The day is hot. And with Capulets everywhere abroad, and by my head, here come some Capulets and Tybalt. And by my hell, I care not. Gentlemen, a word with you. Yes, Mercutio, you consort with Romeo. Consort? What, would you make us minstrels? <laughs> if that's your intent, I promise you nothing but discord. <laughs> Here's my fiddlestick. That shall make you dance. You're out in public. Let's pick some private place to air our grievances or let's depart. All eyes watch us here. Men's eyes were made to look. I will budge for no man's pleasure. Put up your sword. Here comes my man. I'll be hanged, Tybalt, if he wears your livery. Well, I'll dress him in another suit, Romeo. Yes, Tybalt. What do you want? To tell you what my hate for you can find no better word. You're a cowardly villain. Turn and draw. Tybalt, I protest I never injured you. I love you better than you can believe till I can tell you why. So good, Capulet. A name I now count as dear as my own. Be satisfied. Oh, calm, dishonorable, vile admission. Tybalt, rat catcher. Will you walk with me? What do you want from me? Alley Prowler, king of pest-ridden cats. One of your nine lives. Draw before I cut your whiskers off. I am for you. Mercutio, put your rapier up. Come, Tybalt, engage me. Go, boy. Hurry. Courage. The wound cannot be much. It is not so deep as a well, nor as wide as a church door, but it will serve. Ask for me tomorrow, and you will find me a grave man. <coughs> a plague on both your houses. Why the devil did you come between us? His thrust passed into me beneath your arm. 
I thought it for the best. He has made worms meat out of me. I have it. And soundly. A plague on both your houses. Oh, God. He's dead. That gallant spirit. Through me, Benvolio. On this dark day, more trouble will depend. That only begins the sadness. Others yet must end. No time for mourning. Here comes the furious Tybalt again. Alive and in triumph and Mercutio slain. Goodbye to love while fury boils hotter in my veins. Tybalt! What lily-livered boy? Take back that villain you threw in my teeth. <laughs> Mercutio's soul is just a little way above our heads, waiting for yours to join him. Either you or me or both of us must go to keep him company. He was your companion here. Let him be the same in hell. Die, braggart and murderer! God, I'm shot. Romeo, the people are up. The guard on the way. With Tybalt slain, you are doomed to death. You must run, leave the country. Your days in Verona are over. Well, stand not amazed. If your life means anything, take your heels. Oh, God. God, who made me this? Benvolio, I am fortune's fool. If searching for some sign of favor or help, then as the hue and cry approaches, he takes to his heels and flees, while Juliet, unknowing, prepares herself for her wedding night. I shall return shortly with Act Three. In the wake of the two deaths, the prince has to sort out all the claims and counterclaims. But Benvolio's quiet factual account of what happened weighs in Romeo's favor. The decision of the prince is that Romeo shall not be put to death, but... Banished? Tybalt is gone. And Romeo that killed him is banished. Oh, God! Romeo's hand shed Tybalt's blood. It did, alas, today it did. That courteous and honest gentleman, why, grief is enough to make me old. All shame to Romeo. Hold your tongue. What? It should be blistered for such a wish. On Romeo, there is no shame. You can speak well of one who killed your cousin? You expect me to speak ill of one who is my husband? If Tybalt were alive, by then Romeo would be dead. And Tybalt, quick-tempered, imperious bully that he was, kills gentle Mercutio. I mourn for him, but don't excuse him. Because of his rash actions, my Romeo is banished. Banished? Oh, Oh, now, sweet, I cannot bear to see you so. Romeo is still in hiding at Friar Lawrence's cell. Oh, cruel of you not to tell me sooner. Here, take this ring and bid him come to me tonight to take his last farewell. Banished. You might as well have hanged me out of hand, good father. Now, Romeo, it is a gentler judgment. Not to me. To me, exile has more terror. There's still the whole broad world. There is no world without Verona's walls for me. This is where my Juliet lives. What use is my life anymore? 
Dear Friar, have you no poison mix, no sharp ground knife, no sudden means of death to take me quickly to an unmade grave? There's someone knocking. Quick, Romeo, hide yourself. Well be taken. There's no more reason to live. Holy Friar! Oh, Holy Friar, where is my lady's lord? Where is Romeo? Julie, it's nurse. Let her in. Oh, very well. Oh. He is not dead. He, he... Hush, woman, hush. Oh. As you can see, he is still here. Oh, may the good Lord be thanked. My lady has sent, sent me to you, sir, to give you this. A ring? And to beg you, come to her this night to say your last farewells. How can I face her? How can you not? Get you to your true love, as was ordained. But make sure you leave her before the night is out, so you escape through to Mantua. Once you are there, I can announce your marriage. And, with the help of friends, sue the prince's pardon and call you back. Then you will come to my lady. He will come. But first, we must wait for night. Go. Bring your mistress the news. Oh, good fire. I will. Cheer up, Romeo. Now, go. There is water in my study. Make the best of yourself for your wedding night. You will forgive me, Sir Paris. But as Juliet loved her kinsman, Tybalt, dearly, as indeed we all did, she has retired this early. But once she knows of your love, I know she will be heart in mouth to find herself your wife. Uh, perhaps in the circumstances, haste would see... No, no. We'll keep no great ado. What day is this? Monday. Then Wednesday is too soon. We'll make it Thursday. And since Tybalt died so recently, we'll keep the company small and the wedding quiet. Tomorrow, I shall prepare her against the date. Do not go yet, Romeo. I must, Juliet. The lock has sounded. No, no. It's not near day yet. That was a nightingale you heard. She sings nightly in that pomegranate tree. The nightingale. And not the lark. It was the lark. The herald of the morn. No nightingale, love. Night's candles are burnt out. I must be gone and live. Or stay and die. Oh, no, don't leave me. Then let me be taken. Come, death, and welcome. Juliet wills it so. So now, it is not day. No. No, it is the day. I see it now. How could a lark seem so much out of tune? Hurry and be gone. A parting kiss. Till we shall meet again. Now quickly, love. Descend. Adieu, my love. Adieu. Adieu. My love, adieu. Why, that's goodbye. How heavy on my heart that word must lie. Who's that? Your mother. How are you, child? Madam, I am not well. Still weeping for your cousin's death. Have no fear. We have arranged for sudden joy to lift you out of this despond. What? Joy, Mother. Next Thursday morning, in St. Peter's Chapel, 
You are to be the bride of that gallant, courteous, and noble gentleman who stands a step beneath the throne. Prince Paris. But I cannot marry Paris. I would not suggest you try to tell your father that. How can I stop it? My husband is on earth and my faith in heaven. How can I bring my faith back to earth? Good nurse. Yes, poor little bird. You heard. Go in and tell my mother that I am gone to make confession to Briar Lawrence. You have confessed me, Father. Now I wish to die. Child, if I were to let you go, you would kill yourself? Without hope, yes. Then listen to me close. Take this bottle and the liquid in it. Go home, be mercy-seeming, and give consent to the wedding Thursday. Wednesday night, make sure you are alone and drink this liquor which shall lull you to a drowsy state which counterfeits death. For two days will you lie so. By the second night, when you are laid to rest in the Capulet tomb, by my word and letters, Romeo shall come and wake you from your drug sleep to carry you off to Mantua, to freedom and to love. Give me the vial, Father. And for all the rest, I place my trust in you and what heaven shall decree. I am alone. And now it is the night. Come, precious liquid. Buy me my future. But what if this drug fails to work? Shall I be married tomorrow morning? Or suppose it should be poison which the fire fearing to be dishonored for wedding me in secret, subtly administered to have me dead. What does it matter? It is my last, best hope that Romeo, with this draft, I come to you. Good morrow, Lady Capulets. Is my bride ready to go to the church? Ready to go, but not to be your bride, Sir Paris. How is this? You promised her. Man makes promises. Only God can make them secure. <laughs> Julia! My Lord. God of mercy! Would you break the door down? I kick the pops from under heaven, Friar Lawrence. What's amiss, Benvolio? Has Romeo been here? Didn't you meet with him in Mantua? Having no safe conduct, the guard made me prisoner. When at last I found my freedom, it was only to learn the news. Juliet's death had reached Romeo in Mantua, and from that town he was already gone. Without my letter being delivered to him? That's right. Then he thinks that Juliet is truly dead. Oh, our Heavenly Father. Now, lend me speed. Come, let us quickly to the tomb. Give me the torch, boy. Get you home and leave me alone to mourn. Oh, Juliet. With bridal flowers, your canopy of dust and stones I strew. And nightly, the death watch I keep shall be to haunt your grave and weep. What? 
What boy? I thought I told you to go. Montague. Romeo, how dare you hear? Sir Paris. Friend of my dear friend, Mercutio. I have no quarrel with you. But I have with you. Banished. The murderer of my love's cousin, whose grief at Tybalt's death drove her to the grave. I care not for Tybalt, but at least I can revenge Juliet's death. I beg you, gentle youth, don't tempt a desperate man. I command here against only myself. Do you provoke me? Then have at you. Again, I beg. I seek no fight with you, but I with you. Murderer, defend yourself. Oh, God, I'm saying I die. So do we all. Poor fool. To make your own death. Oh, Julia. Sweet. My love. How gently you sleep. Why are you still so fair? Soon I will be with you. For I command with some apothecary's potion, which in a second can send me from this world to yours. Eyes, look your last. Arms, take your last embrace. And lips, seal with a righteous kiss. The bargain of death. Here's to my love. <gasps> oh, true apothecary. Your drugs are quick. Thus, with a kiss, I die. The vault is open as I feared. Then in God's name, let's follow in. Better you stay here and keep the horses hidden from the watch. If they should pass by, then hurry, Father. The walk to the grave is always slow. Strange, I must in a hurry go. <gasps> what blood is this that stains the sepulcher? Oh, no. Two masterless and stained swords in this place of peace. Romeo and Paris. What's happened here? Who asks what's happened? As I do. Where am I? Oh, oh, comfortable friar. You are with me. But where? Where, as you promised, is my Romeo? My lady, come away. All has gone awry. Your husband lies dead. Romeo! And, and Paris, too. Come, I will see you disposed among the sisterhood of nuns. Hire Lawrence. Arba, come quickly. We must leave. No, go yourself. Save your life. For I will not leave this tomb. Hire, make haste. I cannot leave you, daughter. You must. You cannot do any more for me. Arba, the watch. The watch. God bless you and help you. Yes, yes, I, I come. Romeo, my darling Romeo, dead. What's in your hand? I see. A poison cup. That has been your end. Then let it be mine. 
Oh, selfish love, to drink and leave no friendly drop to help me follow you. Then let me kiss you. No, no poison lingers there, although your lips are warm. Then I must find some other way. Ah, now. Oh, happy dagger from your breast. I'll give it better sheets. is gone, and love is dead, and the dark shadow has marched inexorably to claim its tragic own. The dagger buried in her heart, Juliet, in her white burial dress that might have been her wedding one, slips from the bier to lie beside her dead lover. Both Romeo and Juliet are dead, but the story of their love will never die. beyond the final curtain for our lovers. History records that both Capulet and Montague, learning that their bitter hatred had condemned their children to a senseless death, came to their senses. And perhaps the most tragic picture of all is the sterile one of two bitter old men at last clasping hands and offering friendship too late. Our cast included Christopher Tabori, Morgan Fairchild, Joan Shea, Bob Caliban, Guy Sorrell, and Earl Hammond. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. Blood. Iago, blood. Patience. Your mind may change. Never. Let the public see whose icy current, never ebbing, drives relentless through the Hellespont. Even so, my bloody thoughts will ne'er look back. Kneel with me now that I may take oath to those words. Within three days, I will hear you say that Cassio is not alive. My friend's already dead. Done for at your request. But let her live. Desdemona? <laughs> Lewd minx. now apart to study what swift means of death I can devise for that fair devil. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. tomorrow night for the CBS Radio Mystery Theater on KBOR Colorado Springs. And one... This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! <sniffs> Blech!
And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. 